0: Welcome to the Classic Hold-Up Podcast, where we analyze media from the past. Each episode features a different host that brings a fresh take on a film, TV show, video game, or music album of their choice. What can we discover? Do old favorites have a shelf life? Will the classics hold up?
1: and welcome to The Classic Holdup. My name is India Stallworth and I'll be your host for today's episode. I am currently a senior here at MSU and working towards getting my degree in digital storytelling with a focus on fiction filmmaking. I am originally from Chicago, Illinois, and once I graduate, I hope to join the entertainment industry as a screenwriter. In this episode, we'll be going over the 1999 cult classic film Fight Club and asking the million dollar question. Does it hold up? The film stars critically acclaimed actors Edward Norton and Brad Pitt. Now, I think it goes without saying that we'll talk about Fight Club and its plot twist ending, so if you haven't watched it already and don't want to be spoiled, you've been warned. The film follows Norton's character, an insomniac who remains unnamed until the end. For now, we can just call him the narrator. We see his life spin out of control after he meets the eclectic, Tyler Durden, which is Brad Pitt's character. The two become unlikely friends as they put together a fight club for men who weren't happy with their lives and needed an outlet to express their frustration through physical violence. As membership of their club increases, it becomes more militaristic with Tyler's demands and numerous operations are put in place across the country. Now, I will admit, I've only watched Fight Club twice, but I've Wikipedia'd it multiple times, so, I guess I know already. Whenever I watch it, it's almost like I have to pay extra attention to the details and what is being said, especially when I'm looking for clues that are put in place to hint at the ending. My overall experience? This movie was not what I expected at all. Um, the first time I watched it, I was eight years old, so obviously I saw it in a completely different view, but this time it was very trippy, for lack of a better word. (laughs) It was very weird. Um, It's not what I expected from from something like a Brad Pitt movie, if that makes sense. You never associate Brad Pitt from a trippy type, dystopian scenario, I guess. And I mean, overall, it was a good movie. It's just, like I said, it's not what I expected. Very weird, very strange, but we'll get into it. here with my guest, Adrian Briones, and we are about to break the first rule of Fight Club, which is don't talk about Fight Club.
2: Thank you for having me, India. And we are also breaking the second rule of Fight Club, which is don't talk about Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you, I also think that the uh, overall experience is kind of trippy, and you just are left with this thought of like, what just happened? Um, I also have only watched it twice. But on the second time, I was able to catch a lot of things I didn't see in the first time because I wasn't really paying that close attention. Um, But with a movie called Fight Club, you just don't expect. And with Brad Pitt, like you said, you don't expect like something that's going to make you keep thinking about it after the movie.
1: Exactly. Very weird. So Fight Club actually made a little over a hundred million dollars in the box office compared to its sixty three million dollar budget. So coming down to numbers, I'd say it was pretty well
2: received. Yeah, it's a success for sure. It's
1: I mean, especially when you think about how people reacted, because apparently a lot of fight clubs like actually were formed. Really? Yeah.
2: I never you know, like I'm not surprised, but also like kinda Yeah,
1: I mean I was surprised because it's like <laughs> what do you mean? Like <laughs>
2: there well there's a reason it's a cult classic.
1: You're so right. Yeah,
2: the people who love kinds of these kinds of movies really really love them.
1: You're so right. But I think it was crazy because there were still fight clubs formed like within 10 years after its release.
2: Well, I feel like even to this day there has to be a basement in a bar where people are just knocking heads. Yeah.
1: I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, and like you said, it was a cult classic, so obviously people were in love with it enough to form fight clubs. And, I mean, it has Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt, people love Brad Pitt.
2: He's dreamy. He's dreamy. He's a Great looking guy.
1: Yeah, you know, and Edward Norton's there. Yeah, he's okay. (laughs) So when we look at how it's viewed now, obviously going back to that cult classic, it's kind of cemented in that whole like film hall of fame that exists but doesn't exist. (laughs) Yeah. And it's made like a huge pop culture impact. Again, I've only seen this twice once when I was eight and another time when I'm 21. So I guess I don't understand (laughs) the impact it has now. Um, I do like hear people say like references from the movie and I'm like, Oh, okay.
2: I mean, everybody does know the rule, the first and the first two rules. And I don't know. So you don't think it was like that great
1: no like (laughs) i don't know like when you hear about like cult classic yeah you're like okay well if this movie was so good to have people like foaming at the mouths for it you expect something right while i was watching it i was just like okay
0: yeah
2: well i guess i kind of had this opposite approach where i have i had heard a little bit of it and i knew a lot of people liked it but I really didn't know much besides that, and just like l- like watching it, like I really did like it like a lot. Like I would say it's one of, in my top ten movies. Oh really? Yeah, and I feel like that is like the sa- the case for like a lot of people. Um, to like to its to its effects for like now, I think that. It's ahead of its time, mm. especially coming out, like, before even the 2000s. Like
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: I don't know. It was a different time. It worked for the time, and I think the messages that it has still work now.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's definitely what I was thinking when I was watching it. Um, I got, like, the Matrix vibes from it. Oh, <laughs> like, 100%. Like, yeah. Like, the I guess with, like, the technical elements where mm. th- there's, like, those... Like I said, like, those trippy scenes where, like, things were happening and I didn't understand. Yep. It definitely gave, like, The Matrix, which is funny because they both came out, like, the same year.
2: Right. Um, Well, there was also in the time where, like, all the movies looked the same. You're so right. (laughs) All the action (laughs) movies, just everyone used the same camera, it felt like.
1: Yeah. And when you use the same camera, you're tempted to just do the same thing. Exactly. So I completely understand.
2: Uh but I think it works for the film. For it the, does for the message it wants to send, and like the actors it has, and the story it tells. It works.
1: Well, what what's the message that it sends? Because like I heard that it was about like, you know, like power to the man. Like you <laughs> got to break up the corporations.
2: See, <laughs> see, I think it's the opposite of that. I think it's, I think it's trying to send like a double message, in the fact that. Um, You know, it's kind of like pushing misogyny, but also like realizing it and making a statement of how like misogyny is kind of stupid. And like, yeah, I guess he accomplished his goal, but like you look at it and it's just so cartoonish. Yeah. And like how like while they're trying to be like trying to take power away from the government, they're literally just giving it to somebody else. That will lead them astray anyway.
1: That makes sense.
2: Yeah. But I think, like, a lot of people at first glance will just see, oh, this is just a movie about, like, men. You know, men wanting to be men. <laughs> but I don't think it's that at all.
1: I, like, understood it to a certain extent. Like, when they started doing, like, those little, like, heist type, yeah. I, I was like, I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I can't. Especially, like, I don't know. I'm more of like a pop culture buff. Mm -hmm. So I guess I was more distracted by the fact that like Jared Leto was randomly (laughs) in it. (laughs) And like, I guess he wasn't really Jared Leto back then. He was just like some guy. So Yeah, I
2: I think that too. I was just like, it's just like the Hulk, Brad Pitt, and the (laughs) Joker. The
1: the one Hulk from that one movie. Yeah,
2: the one time.
1: Yeah, that was replaced. (laughs) So if it was released like today... How do you think people would re- respond to it?
2: You know, like, those A24 films? <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be, like, one of those where it has a great message or, like, it has a great story that it's telling, um, but a lot of people aren't going to get it. And especially now where we're in this, like, you know, the there's a rise in feminists mm-hmm. and, you know... Like, nothing against them. It's just <laughs> the facts. And um, I th- I don't think it'd go over well. I don't think it'd be a successful film yeah. nowadays.
1: That's what I was thinking. Because a
2: lot of people would just take it for face value.
1: Mm-hmm. Especially with, like... Especially with, like, the twist in how we figure out, like, the narrator is actually Tyler. Yep. And then we see, like, how Tyler... And how the narrator treat um, Mer- Marla?
2: Marla, yeah, yeah I couldn't we, think of yeah. that. I was gonna say Marlon. <laughs> I almost <laughs> said Maria,
1: <laughs> but we see like the narrator treat Marla like yeah. crap.
2: Yeah, and you just go back and you think like, man, he's kind of a not a good guy. Yeah, not
1: a not a good guy for yeah. like absolutely no reason. Yeah, like the. Reason he hated her yeah. was like the same thing he was doing. Like, yeah. They they meet at a um So basically the, the t- narrator the is t- going t- around yeah, yeah the testicular cancer support group. Yep. And the the narrator notices that he's been seeing Marla at like this support group as well as others. And he calls her out one day and he's like you are a leech. And I hate you and you need to leave. But he was doing the exact same yeah. thing. Like he was just
2: <laughs> I mean, I think it like encapsulates it perfectly when he's like, I will out you and then she says, I'll out you. And he just has no no words. Yeah. He didn't think about that.
1: <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, when I was watching I literally said the same thing. Yeah. I was like, What are you doing? He's
2: kind of a scumbag himself. Yeah. He but, is a scumbag. <laughs> so like but that's that's interesting too because of the like How it would be today, he obviously had mental health problems and nobody helped him. I mean, the doctor just waved him off. That is true. He didn't care.
1: That is very true.
2: Like, and I, that's definitely a sign of the times for the 90s. Yeah. Like nowadays, I don't, I don't think a doctor would have done that. I mean, obviously, you have to like, have, like, suspend your disbelief or whatever Mm -hmm. it's called. Um but like that would be like kind of weird if it was in a current movie. Yeah. Somebody just ignoring a mental like, health problem. Yeah.
1: Especially like he had all the factors like right. he has a job and he's yep. constantly on planes. Yep. And he he has like no real way to have like truly have like jet lag. Yeah. <laughs> because he's constantly on the plane yeah. so his jet lag is lagging <laughs> yeah until he eventually just snaps and forms tyler
2: right well what i thought was weird was and like this kind of also kept me thinking of he said that before like when he was at the at the doctor that he wakes up in places and he doesn't know how he got there yeah so he had to have started that tyler persona before i feel like
1: Probably, and it probably just wasn't as intense, yeah, as what it got to, yeah, but it was crazy,
2: yeah, I just I don't know if i I like it's one of those instances where it's like a narrator you can't really believe, yeah, so you don't know when Tyler really started and where the narrator began,
1: yeah, exactly, and then. I don't know. Whenever I'm whenever I'm like watching movies, I like get way too analytical sometimes, yeah. especially if I'm expecting a twist cuz I mm-hmm. I knew there was a twist, but I just couldn't remember what the twist was, yeah. so I was looking at the clues. And
2: this was one on your recent viewing. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, one of these guys is a ghost or something. like, like.
2: One of them sees dead people. Huh?
1: Yeah, you ever see... <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's the wrong movie, India. Yeah, it's
1: the wrong... <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, when I was watching, I noticed how they weren't talking to both of them at the same time. Yeah. They would come up to Tyler and be like, Tyler, so, so, and so. Yeah. And it was almost as if the narrator didn't exist. So right. I'm like, okay, is this just like a random guy who is crazy and he like implemented his his life into yeah. like Brad Pitt's character.
2: Yeah. No, I get that and I don't know if you noticed like after the the second time I watched and they do that thing with the um the film reels. Yeah. Yeah, the inappropriate thing. <laughs> but I don't know if you noticed but at the beginning of the film Tyler flashes like in the first twenty minutes, he flashes like twice.
1: Really? Yeah. I did not.
2: Notice I that. didn't notice that until the second time I was watching it. You're just like watching, and then it's just his silhouette there, and it's gone for a frame.
1: No, I definitely have to rewatch it because yeah. I did not notice.
2: Yeah, I know it's really cool.
1: The only one I did notice was the one at the end, and I was like, oh. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> that one's
2: a little bit more obvious.
1: That one was funny because like I wasn't expecting yeah. it, so it felt like it felt like I was like. One of the parents, like, in the movie, that's like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> when the kids started crying.
1: Yeah. Um, well, then, how do you think it's going to be, like, perceived in the future? Probably worse.
2: <laughs> yeah, probably. I think this is going to be one of those things where you're like... If you like it, you're going to keep showing it to people, and everybody else is just going to forget about it.
1: Yeah. I'm, I mean, there's only, like a certain extent that like cult classes classics will go. Yeah. I guess.
2: I mean if you think of some of the like older ones, I feel like the older like horror movies. Those are kinda like cult classics, but like no one ever talks about them until they get remade. So you're so right. We'll see if (laughs) there's like a Fight Club twenty twenty eight or something.
1: Oh vibes with better CGI. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like since People are getting more into like the people, like mm-hmm. actors, mm-hmm. more than the movies themselves.
2: Yeah, definitely. It's it's hard to just like not see Brad Pitt Yeah. or not see Edward Noren.
1: Yeah, so I feel like in the future, if those two ever got canceled right. and the film was ever released, like right. let's just say Fight Club didn't exist now yeah. and it was released like 20 years from now, yeah. they'd be like, oh my God, Brad Pitt, he's canceled. Right. And, and then the movie would
2: just do horribly. Yeah, I mean, even like Jared Leto, and stuff is just—it's gonna kill your movie. It's very draining. Like now. Uh, yeah. And he when hasn't, I saw him, I was like, ugh. He hasn't <laughs> even done anything, really. I don't He's think. He's just bad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He's like, you hear like horror stories from behind the scenes, and you're like, I don't know. For me, I just think of like the behind the scenes stuff yeah. too when I'm watching, mm-hmm. and so. Seeing him on screen with someone else is like, ah, oh, that that poor person has yeah. to deal with Jared Leto all yeah. the time. <laughs> and like whatever he's up to. It's very embarrassing. I
2: think this was before his like, uh, sending people rats days.
1: Yeah. <laughs> S- sending people. He did yeah. do that. Which is why in the future it would just not cut it. Yeah. Um,
0: you <laughs> My name is Jack Stedrin. My name is Genevieve Rose.
2: My name is Trey Mullen. When I complete my degree, I want to continue doing video and audio production.
0: I want to be an editor.
2: I want to create music videos and content for large music artists. My name is Jack Stedrin.
0: My name is Genevieve Rose. My name is Trey Mullen. And and I I am Am ComArtsci. Start your journey at comartsci.msu.edu.
1: All right, folks, welcome back to the Classic holdup. I'm India, and I'm still here with Adrian. And now we're going to kind of do a quick little Q&A talking about our favorite parts, least favorite parts of Fight Club.
2: So I think that, like, my least favorite part, and, like, it's hard because you have to have it in the story, but when he's finding out that he is Tyler, I just think it came... I think it came, like, really weird. Like, I think the whole scene was kind of weird. I mean, I was yeah. kind of stressed out when he was just, like, flying everywhere. <laughs> but it also, like, is huge for the movie because you see how big everything has gotten mm-hmm. without, like, him even noticing. Yeah. Um, But then, like, it just happens in a hotel room. <laughs> like, I think that's kind of...
1: And he's, like, basically talking to himself. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, it's kind of lazy, I think. Yeah. And also, I don't know.
1: No, but I the, like, the
2: revelations that come right after it and all the flashbacks, too. I don't really like flashbacks, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I get it. Like, you have to have that in there. Yeah. And, but it's such a pivotal part of the movie, and I don't think they did it very well.
1: I. That makes sense. Um, No, that makes sense. I feel like with the flashbacks, they kind of were forced to yeah because like when you think about it if he was just like oh wow i'm tyler then you'd be like so he's like beating himself up like yeah like they wanted to have like a visual of what that would even look like right which completely makes sense
2: and how does that like start into like people saying can i go next like i would look at a guy beating himself up and walk the other way
1: no yeah i would definitely be that definitely changed some things for me right but like it made sense as to why in the beginning where it looks like the narrator and tyler are both fighting mm-hmm. it makes sense why like those two guys just like slowed down right and like stared yeah because me personally two guys fighting in a parking lot okay bye like yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna stop and stare right but not gonna lie if someone was like beating themselves up like by themselves i'll I'd stop for a moment <laughs> yeah. and be like, am I actually looking at this?
2: You're also from Chicago, so I'm sure you see that. I see
1: that a lot. Yeah. I do. <laughs> On the train. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not something that I'm <laughs> like not used right, to. So right. I guess I'm like, eh. Um,
2: what was your least or most favorite part?
1: My, well, now that I think of it, I kind of have like two least favorite parts. And so, like, the first one, it's just, like, visually, like, when Tyler poured the chemical on the narrator's hand mm-hmm. and activated it and he was burning his hand and it yeah. made it into, like, a weird, like, butthole-type <laughs> scar yeah. on it.
2: That was hard. That was hard to watch. It was
1: hard to watch. It was hard to, like, look at. I think maybe at, like, the midpoint of the movie. That's when I kind of pieced it together that mm-hmm. they are the same person. hmm and so everything after that was just like, uh, ugh <laughs> like there's Just this, get to it already? Yeah, like okay, uh, it's yeah. the same person. It
2: it does the twist does come pretty late in the movie.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah I think it really Yeah, it came late. out the last like thirty minutes. Yeah. And it at might that have point,
2: been even last twenty minutes.
1: Probably, yeah. And at that point I was just like, Well, right. can we get a move on? Like Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's
2: it's a really big build up, even though It kind of isn't. Like, I feel like if you're not... Because for me, I didn't know there was a twist. Mm. So I was just watching it, and it didn't, like, build you up that much, I I thought.
1: No, I feel like there could have been, like, bigger elements or bigger hints, Yeah, at least, like, towards the end. Yeah. Because it was more so, like, subtleness. Mm -hmm. It's, like, people coming up to the narrator and saying, who are you talking to? Right. Or... Tyler saying, don't talk about me yeah, to, to Marla. Marla, Yeah. which is, you know, okay. It was fair. really,
2: it was inconsistent. Like, so are we just supposed to believe that the narrator doesn't know his own name? That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like when he calls at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. when he calls Tyler and Tyler's like, who is this? He doesn't say his name. He just says the guy from the plane or we had the same suitcase.
1: Well, now that you s- mention it, like, maybe because, like, because he has insomnia, right? Right. So he's, like, he- like too- in too deep. Yeah. He's got this severe insomnia. Yeah. And he's going to these support groups and he's putting, like, fake names. Yep. Maybe he did that once. Yeah. And then after a while, mixed in with the insomnia, he just, right. like, forgot. Yeah. Just, and then, I, like, I, he yeah, also wakes up, like, in random places. So, yeah. he just lost it completely.
2: I think that makes sense because even when Marla's, like, asking him, like, his name, so are you, like, Cornelius or Ralph or whatever? Because of all those fake names. Yeah. It's just, that's it. Yeah. He doesn't answer.
1: Now, I guess all that's left is, does it hold up?
2: <laughs> uh, how about you go first?
1: Okay. <laughs> Me, personally, No question mark um just because i don't know like if you look at it in all like perspectives does it hold up as if like is it gonna continue to be like a cult classic like if i had like a bunch of kids and in 15 years i'm like hey do you know fight club are they even gonna know what i'm talking about and i feel like no
2: (laughs) i get that i get that um I think it's more about, like, how... It's, like, one of those movies of how it makes you feel. And, like, what, what do you think of, like, how everything went. And I think it does hold up in that sense of... I I keep saying it, but, like, the message, I guess. Yeah. Because um, I, I just think that a lot of people are just going to see it at face value. And they're going to see it as power. Yeah. But... And- it's not... I don't think it's that way at all.
1: I don't know. And then, like... I feel like it's... It's gonna only hold up for people like you and me who like movies... Yeah. And like to rewatch movies and analyze them. Right. And find, like, hidden pieces that mm-hmm. you didn't see before. hmm But for someone who just watches movies to watch movies for, like, pure entertainment... Right. They're just gonna be, like, one and done.
2: That's fair. <laughs> yeah, because... It's it's like one of those things that I can't recommend to everyone because not everyone's gonna like it. Exactly. But I think that stylistically and just um, story wise, it's a t- it's almost a timeless tale. Um, even without the technology, you know, part yeah. of it like they don't really bring technology into it at all. No. Um, but you know, squatting like that still happens. People having side hustles or having mental health issues that go unchecked or unhelped—that still happens. Um, and as long as—and I think those are some things that are just always going to happen, especially here in in America. And yeah, so as long as those things are happening, I think that it's uh, like a story that is that can hold up in any time.
1: That that makes sense. I mean. I feel like the story structure of it all holds up, if that makes sense. Yeah. So not Fight Club specifically, right. but the whole, oh, his best friend that he's been talking to this whole time doesn't even exist. Yeah. I feel like that holds up because yep. I feel like I've seen it multiple times, right. which is why I always notice like the hints mm-hmm. that there's no one there because yeah. why are you talking to this person when there's two people here? Yeah and you're not acknowledging the other person, and, you know, people are questioning who are they even talking to when yeah. there's, uh, quote-unquote, obviously someone standing right there.
2: Right. And they, I, like we talked about earlier, I think they take some liberties and stuff in how some stuff is approached and some stuff isn't. Yeah. Um, Like what counts as when Tyler's there and where, when's, when the narrator is there. But... This is probably one of the first movies to do something like this. And everything we've seen since then is just so obvious. Like you said, like for people like you and me that are always looking at those little details, like th- those twists aren't the same anymore. Yeah. People expect them and people look for them. And since this, I mean, like I said it does take its liberties, but I still think it does it as a it does it well. And it's a movie that people look at and have copied or taken parts from. And stuff like that are, are like the kind of movies that last. Like Seven.
1: Seven. Another Brad Pitt movie. Another Brad Pitt movie. Yeah. I've only watched that once.
2: I also have only watched that once.
1: I watched it at midnight.
2: Yeah. But that I think that's a much easier film to grasp
1: that is true
2: on the next time on the next podcast <laughs> on the next episode
1: Will <laughs> we talk about seven um I mean okay well so final verdict does it hold up I mean so drum roll yes I, I guess yes yes then I, again I like going yes. back to what I said, not yeah. like Fight Club in general, yeah. but the elements of Fight right. Club. Yes. Right. Now that we've established that Fight Club does hold up, I'd like to give a big thanks to you, Adrian, for coming in to talk with me.
2: Of course, anytime.
1: And as for our audience out there, we hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation. And we hope that you've gotten a little more insight on Fight Club. Remember, you can't talk about it with your friends. That's the first and second rule. <laughs>
2: yeah, come on, guys.
1: <laughs> and thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Classic Hold Up. I'm your host, India Stalworth, here to say, have a great day.
0: Find The Classic Holdup on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us at Audio Video Land for updates, teasers, and behind-the-scenes content of all Audio Video Land productions. The Classic Holdup is an Audio Video Land production by digital storytelling students of Michigan State University in collaboration with Impact 89FM.